0: Hello and welcome to the Business Expresso podcast. I am Laura Lehmann, your host, and I'm here to talk about all these industries and companies that are affecting our day-to-day lives, what they do, why they are doing it, and how does it affect our lives. Basically, all the stuff you're supposed to know but don't have the time to know fully. Simple, straightforward, and with no sugar coating, which is how I like my coffee. So let's get right into it. guys, and welcome back to the Business Expresso Podcast. Today, the topic is going to be a bit odd. It's all about influencer economy. We all know the term by now, influencer. It's basically talked every single day, either on social media platforms or news platforms, or even in our conversations day to day. But what does this actually mean? What does influencer actually mean? Is this a real job even? Do they earn money? How do they earn money? All of these questions come up and principally, are they here to stay? All of this in today's episode. So let's get started. Okay, so influencers have been around forever and maybe not the same way they are today, but there's always been a celebrity, a model who made you change your hair to use blondish highlights or showed you that using leather pants was a good idea. Basically, it's a figure, Uh, it can be an individual, it can be an animal, it can be an animated version of a human, I don't know, that has an authority on an amount of people and as the name recalls it, influences others to buy or do certain things. Now, the version we have today of influencers are all those very attractive individuals posing on jets or on desert islands, promoting a clothing line or a makeup collection on Instagram, YouTube, and any other social platform. Now, it's key to understand that numbers here are extremely important. The number of people who follow them, the number of likes in the post, the number of stories and pictures they have on their website. It all adds up to a resume and basically tells you how relevant they are, not just for users, but to brands as well. so the money so the whole influencer boom started when all these social platforms started to appear facebook instagram twitter blah 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 and they created a platform that allowed any individual basically to do what magazines and tv advertisements used to do back in the days in maybe a less professional setting or at least at the beginning where as they post a picture they promote a product that a brand offers them to promote And well, their account has many followers that trust their recommendation and leads the brand to sell this product and them as an individual to grow on these platforms. So brands contact influencers or their agency if they're big enough for them to promote their product or service. They give us specific guidelines on what to post, what to say, or what to mention when they do their text in their post. Uh, They have to have specific things and if they check all the boxes, they can earn money. So when brands look at the amount of people that follow this type of personalities they tend to separate them into categories and I like to talk about the two main ones. The first one focuses on their reach, right? So it's macro influencers, people like, I don't know, Cristiano Ronaldo. So actors, singers, football players. They have a huge amount of followers on Instagram and brands can request over a million followers or 20 million followers so they can have contracts where they talk about how much money is going to be involved, which can exceed thousands and thousands of dollars for multiple posts or for just the individual to talk about it. Just that simple of the person and the influencer saying like, oh, I just bought this. And I love it. And that's enough for a certain amount of followers to go and get interested in the brand and in the product they're promoting. And then there's when brands want to focus on the niche market, right? And then there's where nano-influencers enter, which means they have less following. So from 1 to 10k followers on the platform, but a much more specific audience. And these are extremely relevant because people don't follow this type of influencer because they're famous. Many people follow Cristiano Ronaldo, but that doesn't mean that all of them like football. Some people just like to watch him without a t-shirt. And it's fine, like, Instagram doesn't have regulations on who you're supposed to follow. But brands do know and understand their type of market. So when these nano-influencers have 10k followers, they are mostly sure that they follow them not because of the personality, who the person is, but because of the content it has. And if your product aligns with the content it has, it's probably going to align with what people want. So they're gonna get a much bigger result, better results for a less cost than paying the amount Cristiano Ronaldo or Serena Gomez has to promote a single product. Still, when I say less amount of money, we're still talking about a range between 7000 to $2,000 a year, which is an insane amount of money for a promo. And then there's other apps such as TikTok where you just post videos and the more views you get on each video, the more money you receive. That was like something they applied this year, it's called TikTok Fund. So basically if you are you follow certain requisites and you're over 18 and you classify to what they require, you can apply and earn money and considering the amount of views each video you post has. So if you have a certain amount of followers you're allowed to enter and if you're over 18 you're allowed to enter and you earn like 0.0 dollars for each a thousand views and that add ups at the end of the day because these videos are followed and are reposted and are shared a thousand times so it's quite a good stake. But that's just focusing like that TikTok fund is focusing more on what the platform allows them. But the major income source for these type of people are the brand influence I was talking about when they classified them into micro and nano influencers. They receive huge amounts of money for the brand deals they make. So why is this all so relevant? So why is this relevant? Why am I dedicating my time to explain to you what an influencer does and why is it important today? Well, basically because businesses are finally understanding that they have important and credible value in our life today. It's not a bad thing, it's just the evolution of advertising in a way. If there wasn't change, brands probably wouldn't have a budget destined for influencers and, in a way or another, criticize or not, they are changing the way consumers purchase things. And, as anything in business or in any industries, brands have to adapt to all change. Social media and its own has become key to our everyday lives. Apparently, people spend an average of 1-3 to hours daily on social media globally. I believe it's more. And with the growth of e-commerce on its own, it's only creating a steady path for the growth of this influencer economy. According to Business Insider, the influence market industry can be valued in $8 billion in 2019. So because it's a new industry, of course people are going to be skeptical, especially if I'm saying you can earn money for posting pictures but it's a real fact that it's in a today. These are the type of marketing strategies that brands are using. These are the type of things that are creating a new industry or a new platform for a new era. You wanna know why it's done so well? Because of one word only and it's cost. What in other situations in the past years and advertising for a weekly magazine or even monthly magazine required a professional photo shoot, hiring models, costing the ad, And everything now has decreased to basically the contract between the brand, the influence, the shipping things of the product. And that's it. Posting on Instagram doesn't have a fee. So it might continue to be expensive. There is a amount of credit to it. But it's not as expensive as it was before. Now, it doesn't mean that every advertising, as we know, it's now focused on influencers. But it does. It has created a new section and it has become key to what keeps brands growing as i was doing that just like the investigation for this uh, i came across a tiktok very randomly of a guy talking about how he had a nine-to-five job and at the same time he had a side hustle a small business i didn't know what it was about and then that this influencer mentioned it on his stories and basically after he mentioned it the amount of The amount of orders he received was so huge, he couldn't handle it by himself. And it sounds like such a negative thing, but it was such a positive thing to show that these individuals have such power in bringing voice to those who can not calmly do it with like common marketing techniques. And it demonstrates the importance of influencer marketing nowadays, especially in a a generation that focus so much on social media. So, for a better example, and I can even do a podcast on this brand alone, and it's Gymshark. And if you don't know what Gymshark is, well, I don't know, where have you been? But Gymshark is a fitness apparel line, clothing line, and it started with just two friends, Ben Francis and Lewis Morgan. They were both university students. Francis worked as a delivery guy in Pixahood, and he started designing, well, he was very passionate about fitness, right? And he started designing this fitness apparel for guys in his parents' basement. And it started like a small London startup. And now it's valued for more than $1.4 billion. I mean, and considering that the fitness apparel industry is such a huge, like it's such a huge industry with well-established brands such as Nike and Adidas, it's very hard to compete with these. So what did he do? Among many things, because I'm not saying that his brand grew just because of this technique but i'm saying that one of the principal reasons was his advertising campaign and it was with influencers at the beginning he understood that the best way to approach his audience which was young uh very fitness focused and well obsessed with social media i guess was through them so initially he paid as little as 500 dollars a month to each influencer to promote his brand and I remember like years ago, the I saw like two or three fitness influencers like saying, oh yeah, Gymshark, and oh yeah, it fits so well. It was mostly guys. Then I saw a lot of girls and now I see them everywhere. Every fitness influencer talks about it. I can't find one that doesn't and even if you see their instagram page which has 4.9 million followers that means 4.9 million people watching everything they post and it's not even like personal posts or like things about them no it's reposts from their influencers so they continue to manage this marketing technique which is amazing and his tactic also led the brand to have more than 2 million followers on TikTok. that's 2 million people watching 30 second videos that can be reposted or sent to their friends and Seen multiple times for free. Basically, an adver- advertising for free. And to make the ultimate goal, which is sell the product. And as this, there are many others that have discovered the importance of having influence in their marketing technique. And this was just one of the various amounts of successful stories. And brands that were already established understood that. And still, to this day, continue to apply So... Are they here to stay? Well, I couldn't tell you. I believe that as any industry, it will evolve. But right now, brands are every day noticing how important they are to value them as key factors in their promotions and their advertising. So personally, I don't think it would be smart to delete them completely. They might have changes, them as platforms, their, their, their name, their names as brands itself. Understand that platforms tend to leave, tend to end. Social media platform has a 10-year spam. And even the social media that do like maintain over the years have multiple changes. And they have to adapt their content to those social media platforms so brands continue to be interested in them. It's a very evolving industry just because it's new. So we don't even know the platforms they're using. We don't even understand completely the platforms they're using. Nonetheless, the people who work in those platforms. It's all very new, it's continuously evolving, and I can't wait to see what happens next. So that was today's episode, and just thinking about it, all these social media situation, we live in such a weird era. like. The fact that you get paid so much money just to post pictures and tell people about your lives and like what you choose to buy in a grocery store, I don't know. It's insanely and it's crazy and I would love to hear your opinion in my Instagram. In my Instagram, at the business expresso, it's underline pod. I post there every rarely, and you can just comment on what you think about today's podcast when you think about all these influencers coming out and talking about how this is a true job and in my opinion it is it is a new job but people don't seem to assimilate that it's just a different platform it's just a different industry if it's new it doesn't mean it's less valuable but yeah uh thank you so much i love having you here and i hope you hear from you on my instagram on all my social media and expect to see you next week thank you so much for listening to the business expresso